Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Back to the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Burn Dairy, CH Insurance, and Stanley Law Offices. We bring him in, the ESPN College Basketball Analyst, Jay Billis, one of my favorites. Jay, welcome back. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing fine. How would you assess Syracuse this season? You know, it's a year of transition. Adrian Autry, his first year at the helm, obviously the the ups and downs that go with it, right? But um, overall, has it been what you thought it would be, uh, you know, going back to the preseason for this group? Yeah, I really didn't have any expectations coming into the year. Um, But I think uh, Adrian Autry's done a great job and his staff and the players. I think it's been a really fun year. Uh, And Syracuse had some really good wins. They've had some tough losses like most teams. I think they're in a, you know, kind of a, in a, a pack of a lot of teams that, uh, that they're trying to get high level consistent. And, you know, there are some teams that are, are frankly just, better and have separated a little bit this year but there are not that many of them and for everyone else there are a lot of other teams and uh, that are that are good solid teams it's just a question of high level consistency and that's that's the separating factor what is the ACC right now to you is it, is it up down is it in the middle uh, are they going to get more teams less teams where, where how would you size up this conference well, I mean, I think people get too, not not you, but people get too wrapped up in this conference business because the it doesn't matter your conference affiliation once you get in the committee room. They're looking at individual resumes. So whether team, whether a conference gets, you know, nine teams in or four teams in or whatever, last year the ACC didn't get as many teams as they wanted, but the teams that they got in did really well. Um, so it's just a question of, of how you want to measure different things. And is the best conference the one that has the most national title contenders at the top, or is it the most balanced and has the most really good teams that are capable of making it into the tournament? I don't know the right answer to that. Uh, everybody has their different sort of definition. But uh, I think the, the issue that the ACC is facing is that a number of its name brand teams uh, don't have strong uh, uh, analytics numbers. So whether it's uh, in Louisville, which has always been a, a strong brand and is, uh, has really elevated the league, has been a bit of an anchor uh, over the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, Syracuse has been better than it is now in past years. Notre Dame's been better. Georgia Tech's been much better. Uh, so the, the bottom of the league, you don't get, uh, even though those are good teams and can play really well on a given day, they haven't been as consistent and they do not get – uh, the top teams in the league, when they win those games, they don't get a, much of a boost out of it. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to reduce the ACC's overall numbers. And whether people agree with the way these conferences, uh, the numbers are, are, uh, uh, are gathered and whether the metrics are, are the right metrics, it's kind of hard to trumpet the metrics when they're in your favor and then try to be dismissive of them when they're not. And this year, they're not quite in the ACC's favor as they've been in past years. Jay Billis, ESPN, with us talking college basketball. Uh, recently just uh, had Jim Beheim Day in Central New York. Give me your best or maybe most favorite Jim Beheim story that you can think of that comes to the to the mind first, you know, that you're allowed to tell. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many. I mean, Jim is one of the treasures that the games the games had, and he's really one of the great coaches the game's ever known. Uh, and to to do what he did you know, for forty plus years, uh, you know, certainly people of my generation will never be able to think of college basketball and college, you know, especially Syracuse without thinking of Jim. Uh, but I always I always kind of think back to uh, 
right after that uh, Syracuse-UConn six-overtime game in the Garden. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was around the time where it seemed like every, you know, every year for the past several years at that time, you know, Jim had been dealing with all this bracketology bubble talk and uh, Sean McDonough and Bill Raftery and I were still in the garden, the place had emptied out and there was literally nobody there. We, we had gone back to get some stats and stuff for the next day underneath the, the arena and then we came back out to our broadcast position before we were going to leave at two in the morning or whatever it was. And, uh, and Jim walked out of the tunnel on the opposite side where the players used to go in and out at the garden. And we saw him and he just yells across, are we in the tournament now? <laughs> and we just started howling, laughing. It was such a great moment. That's incredible. That must have been maybe 15 or 20 minutes before I did post game for WSYR. I was sitting in the studio. I couldn't believe it. I was filling in that night. And I, it was the game that would never end, Jay, seriously. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're really proud of ourselves for not having to take a bathroom break in one of the overtimes. Oh, my goodness. No doubt about it. Um, So I wanted to talk a little uh, Bonnie's with you, and then I have one national question, and I'll, I'll let you fly. Um, You know, with the NIL and the transfer portal and all the things going on now, um, do you think this climate is harder or easier to get players to a school like St. Bonaventure? I mean, you know the job Mark Schmidt has done. I, I kind of sit in the middle with all of it because – to a degree, you're not recruiting the same player as the Power 5-6 a lot of times. I mean, you may get an Oshun or somebody like that, but it's rare, right? And so you you can get a player in a different way today. You're still going after some of the same kids. Is it harder or difficult in the climate for a school like Bonaventure? In a lot of ways, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, but if, econo- you know, if economics comes into it, if players are making decisions um, with money as a, a, a factor, uh, you could argue that it's, you know, principles of economics would tell you that it's easier. Um, look, St. Bonaventure, and all, all respect to, to the Bonnies. I mean, I used to be up there quite a bit when I was doing the Atlantic 10 back in the day. Yeah. But it's not like Bonaventure has been competing with Kentucky and Kansas and Duke for McDonald's All-Americans. That's not been their station uh, in the college basketball uh, realm. So they're still... Uh, ultra competitive for the right transfers, but they're capable of getting a better class of player with NIL than they could have gotten before. And look, it's just simple economics that some of these schools can pay more to a player to be their top guy than another school would be willing to pay that player to be their fourth best player. So um, there's, there's certainly access to more talent. Uh, but money now can be a factor. It couldn't be a factor before. Now it can be a factor. It used to be they'd look at facilities and all that. Um, but you know, it's the same factors of you know playing in that in the, you know the Atlantic Ten versus uh, the Big Ten or the SEC or something like that. Uh, you know, and, and location, all those things factor in. Um, so I don't think it, it's just different. Um, but this will all normalize as soon as the NCAA wises up and you can start signing players to contracts. Once you sign them to a contract, you can have a buyout in there and provisions uh, and contract conditions that protect the school. You know, right now, when players can go into the transfer portal, and rightfully so, because they're unpaid students. And people don't realize this, but athletes transfer at a lesser rate than non-athlete students do. Um, non-athlete students transfer at a much higher rate. So how do you tell an athlete coming out of high school that where you sign your letter of intent and take your scholarship, you have to stay there or you're going to pay a penalty 
that's the equivalent of a non-compete provision in an employment contract. You'll have to sit out a year of your life without playing just because you wanted to go somewhere different. And people say, well, there's no loyalty anymore and uh, players don't want to go through adversity. That's nonsense. It's not true. And it boggles the mind to think that a high school athlete with no college experience should be bound by the decision when they have no nothing to rely upon. And yet, after playing at a place for a year or two, they can't be trusted to make the decision to leave when they know exactly what it's like to be there. Um, I just find that sort of logically uh, absurd. By the way, uh, all your time in the Riley Center, n- never heard a swear word, you know, in, by, from the student section, right, in the, in that building? Never did. I actually <laughs> played there when I was uh, uh, playing professional basketball. I played pro ball over in Italy, and we came and played. Uh, yeah. We played the game against St. Bonaventure back when, you know, you play exhibition games against pro teams. Sure. And uh, there was actually a fight in that game, if I remember. Right. I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't involved in it, but, uh, yeah, there was a little brawl in that game. Oh, I love that building, man. Um, all right, final uh, thing here in the 30 seconds or so that I have left with you. Uh, out of all the teams that, you know, look like they're going to be big-time tournament teams, what team do you think presents the toughest matchup for whatever reason? Well, UConn's the best team, so they're the they're the toughest matchup, um, and they're they're ahead of where they were relative to the field this year versus last year. Yeah. Um, you know, they've lost what three games. Um, <laughs> they're good. They're, they're they're legit, and they're getting better. Uh, their defense has been improving steadily over the last month and a half, so they're going to be the toughest out. But uh, you know, that top tier of teams with uh, you know UConn, Purdue. Uh, Arizona, I would put Houston up there, but none of them are, are bulletproof to an upset. Um, uh, I mean, that's been proven over the years, but uh, but I can't imagine we're going to see a Final Four without uh, one or more of those teams. Yeah, ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis, thanks so much for the time, Jay, going all the way back to my days at Bonas. Speaking of which, you were my first college interview on WSBU, so we've been doing this a while, and I can't thank you enough every time. Take care. Always my pleasure. Thank you. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props today. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head on over to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. Hey friends of the ML Sports Platter, you know what? There is no such thing as downtime here on the show. Even during the various off seasons, I'm thinking about free agent signing coaching changes, draft picks, and more. St. Bonaventure University kickstarted my journalism career. They have a long-standing reputation for training award-winning journalists like Woj from ESPN and Mike Vaccaro at the New York Post. Back when we all got our degrees, we attended SBU's campus in upstate New York. These days, you can earn your Master of Arts in Sports Journalism from the comfort of your home. Visit sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com to learn how students follow high professional standards while telling nuanced stories about the sports we love. Schedule some time with one of their super helpful enrollment advisors to guide you through their course content, program outcomes, and where the program could lead you. You'll not only learn from experienced faculty, but also accomplished alums who shape the program. You don't need any writing or broadcasting experience to apply, and there's no application fee or GRE 
GMAT requirement. The program is entirely online and can be completed in less than two years. How about that? What are you waiting for? Head on over to sbujournalism.com today to learn more. That's sbujournalism.com. For business owners, employees are an important asset. Competitive employee benefits can help attract and retain staff. CH Insurance provides high-quality group health plans and great provider networks while keeping costs in check. I switched to CH Insurance. They're outstanding. It was one of the easiest business transactions I've made, and their ongoing service is phenomenal. CH Insurance, in your corner, every day, every way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.